Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny. Alice at 97.3, Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. I'm very busy with my little craft project. We're going to do, uh, I'll have five little cards. Each one has our names on it and, and V. Hale's. And then uh, every week we'll have different people doing trivia. I love it. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think people will try harder. I don't know, even know what you're talking about. No, me either. Uh, hey, guys, um, the Odyssey app, in case you haven't heard, this is a free app Odyssey. at Odyssey. And it is all things audio. And it's like an exciting adventure, like an Odyssey. And it's out of control. It's audacious. Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Look it up on the App Store or Google Play. And- Get it on your phone. You can listen to Sarah and Vinny 24-7. You can hear all our podcasts, all the music, all everything you're looking for audio-wise. It's all on there. Not just Alice stuff, although mostly us. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Keep it on us the whole Durr. time, if you could. Dirt George. Uh, and it's completely free. Get a little Sarah and Vinny fix wherever you might be, might find yourself at. We're going to start with the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, I'm actually really excited to see this. This is one of my favorite voices in the country music world. Who is going to do the... Have you heard? What did you just say to me? In the country music world, there are some great voices. You got your Dolly Partons. You got your Shania Twains. You got your Reba McIntyres. Her fingers are crossed and she's smiling and winking every time she says a name. No, that's not true. I do like... I. You know, there are some... uh, The Judds. Undeniably beautiful voices, right? This one is... He's Right up there. No winking. Yeah, you're winking. I'm not. Wait till you hear the name. You'll know I'm not winking. I love this guy. Who could it be now? Who could it be now? Is it Mel Tillis? It's not Mel Tillis. It's somebody young and relevant. That even a name? Yeah, sure. Is that Mel the guy Tillis. Who, is that the guy who used to uh, stutter? But he could sing country. But he country? sang country. That sounds right. Yeah, that's a good story. Don't get sidetracked. Who am I looking at? Oh. Who's singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Big country star. I'm a star. really huge Dwight Yoakam fan. Is it him? It is not Dwight Yoakam. Mm. No. Mm. Okay. Oh, my God. Of course it's Willie Nelson. No. <laughs> that would be great because he's 90 and I'd love to see. I actually have a Willie Nelson story coming up. Uh, it is. Well, you want more guests? Or should I just tell you? You should probably just tell me. It's Chris Stapleton. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, that's going to be oh. a badass Wait a minute. national anthem. Oh, he's doing the national anthem. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us he's performing with Rihanna. Oh, no, like, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. I mean, he could. Sure. Absolutely. Kidding me? You hear that thing you did with, uh, it's with Bruno Mars and who else? And 
Uh, Ed Sheeran. Oh, and Ed Sheeran, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, the song he did with uh, Timberlake is excellent. Yeah, yep. Just when say something, say something. Yeah, that's a great song. Rest of the album's kind of junk. Of like, he's the absolute star of that album. He's amazing. I love his voice. It's like, it's like just, you know, honey that has that crystallized rough edge to it. <clears throat> he's okay. great. So he's going to do the national anthem at the Super Bowl. So country music will be represented at the Super Bowl. I like it. On February 12th, Chris Stapleton. Uh, he should do this song. Well, he's going to do the national anthem, though. Maybe but he'll maybe one. he'll do it like a medley of all his hits, and then also work in the national anthem. Um, the game starts at six thirty Eastern on Fox, so three thirty our time. So tune in, you know, get there early. Most people do. There's always a ton of pregame stuff, and if you're having a party that starts at two, oh, for we'll a be game having a party at three thirty. You at having my a party? House. Oh yeah, nice. Um, this is it. From the producer's room. Um, Chris, Chris, the language is very suggestive here. You mean, what do you mean when you say? I'm coming for you. <laughs> is it like, are you after me or? Very suggestive language. What's yeah. going on in this song? Pull my trigger. Like, what does this mean? I'm not sure. Anyway, he's going to do the national. Anthem. All right. It'll be fun. Okay. So people selling their. Music catalogs. You hear it's, about it a lot. I get it. It's the new move. It is. And a lot of times, it's people who are at the end of the career, and they think, yeah, I'll take the lump sum, Bob. I'll take the payout. Uh, and people have made, I I think the highest I ever heard was like $150 million. Um, But No. Really? Who got more than that? What did Bob Dylan get? I thought he got the $150 million. He got a surprise. But maybe he got $300 million. I don't know. Huge sums of money. There have been a bunch of these. The Chili Peppers got millions for their... Uh, yeah. But I can't... I, you know what? I'd have to look it up. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, this is about Justin Bieber. Okay. Justin Bieber, who is in the midst of his publishing career, really. Uh, selling your music catalog is... Uh, a good way to I don't know why he feels that he needs to cash in now but maybe it's because he feels like well I got plenty more music to make and I'll do it again in a few years and this will be the payoff for it you know over the over the course of years he gets a ton of play and streams and I'm sure he's making bank monthly well you um, put the management of your library in someone else's hands so you don't have to deal with it and you take the cash today right so you can live with that money in the. But he's not just selling the publishing rights; he's selling the royalties from his uh, uh, from master recordings. So, hundred percent of his publishing, he's not holding on to a little piece. He's not going to continue to get that. This covers all two hundred and ninety titles in his catalog released prior to December thirty first, twenty twenty one. So that includes his most recent album, Justice. So it has nothing to do with future. Albums, it does though. not. That's the move. I yeah. love it. I like it. So, uh, what did he get 
for his 290 songs that he did prior to December 31st. Oh, and you're you're actually okay. So the story setup was this could be the record number. It feels huge. Although these days, if it doesn't have a B in front of it, people are like, he's poor. I don't know what he's worth already. This is just going to be a lump sum on top. And I'm sure. Half a billion dollars. No, no. Uh, it's only 200 million. Oh, oh, only? Only. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, super he's poor. poor. I, don't know, I don't know how he's going to feed his family. Yeah, no, I, for- I like it. I really do. You know what? One of the things that you would hear about is from these bands that I love, like, for example, Led Zeppelin, you'd hear them say they're very careful about the songs they'll let be in commercials, the things... Even that, movies, right. Sure. And I get it. Like, there you are with your library and you're very careful. You don't want to be a sellout. You don't want to be a scumbag. Like, right. you, what? We don't have enough money? In the end, hearing a Zeppelin commercial in a Chevy, or hearing a Zeppelin song in a Chevy commercial didn't hurt them in my eyes at all. It was cool. So who cares? Right. Just make the money you can make while you're alive, and then you've got something to transfer to your family after you pass. It's said, this Justin Bieber deal, to be the biggest deal for anyone from the younger generation. Catalogs from newer artists are usually considered riskier investments because, you know, they give you 200 million bucks because they're expecting over the next 30 or however many years that they're going to be licensing that and getting the royalties and et cetera, et cetera. Um, because you can't predict how much staying power a, an artist has. And listen, this guy could step and we, he's had bad behavior situations where I was just like, oh, that guy, what a jerk. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a boy. Yeah, he was a boy. Uh, Bob but- Dylan sold his for three to four hundred million. Neil mm-hmm. Young sold his for a hundred and fifty million. Do you have Bruce Springsteen and Neil Diamond? They're the ones that they uh, they say the boss here. They usually a, a younger artist will sell for far less than an established classic act like uh, Bruce Springsteen, Neil Diamond, um, like you were saying, the, the Chili Peppers, um, Bob Dylan. Uh, what did you? What did Bruce Springsteen get? They say for about half a billion, five hundred million. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I wonder too. You know, sometimes they were, like uh, the Fleetwood Mac one was a big deal too, right? A bunch of these though that I'm looking at, and I'm not. I have not had time to do any research, so I'm sure I could find some of these answers. But on this list that's been compiled, a lot of them, they say, price undisclosed. Mm. Like Ryan Tedder, songwriter for One Republic. uh, Oh, he made a publishing deal, huh? Price undisclosed. And that's a dude that we recently saw at our Winterland show. And he was not only excellent, but he also was, you know, humble bragging that he's written songs for... You might know some of the artists I've written songs for. I can see a halo. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, Didn't he say something like, this is the love song I wrote to Jay-Z? Yes. (laughs) There you go. What? So good. (laughs) So good. Um, What did the boss sell his for? Do you have that amount? He he said 500 million. Oh, Mm -hmm. 500 million. Okay. And and Neil Diamond is not on any of these lists here. Because that guy's got some, he has some massive hits. Even though he's sort of like your mom's music, I love Neil Diamond. Oh, please! They still at, and I've not I've not even been to a Red Sox game. Don't they sing "Sweet Caroline" at every Red Sox game? Uh, you know I don't know that. I know that I I hear it with the uh "Sweet Caroline," and then everyone makes like ba ba ba. Yeah, but somebody that they add more stuff to it or something is like a whole thing. 
Whatever. They say Neil Diamond is uh, roughly from 90 million to 100 and. Oh, God, it's poor. Yeah. Terrible. Not nearly as much as <laughs> the others. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations to Justin Bieber. Good for him. 200 million bucks. He just won the lottery. And I'm sure a lot of that goes to taxes and to, although it's a, if it goes to like Justin Bieber, Inc., I'm sure they figure out ways around it. Um, Blake Shelton, he's a guy who's been on The Voice all these years and done very well for himself you know that was a big show for him you know he was a country artist and obviously one who had some hits and some recognition but he's huge now huge well he's widely known and wouldn't otherwise be Mm. Blake Shelton knows what he'd like to take home as a keepsake after he retires from The Voice I want my chair that's what he wants Uh, get out of here oh no here's his quote yeah I'm kidding are you serious well what else would he want they, he he. This is this is pretty funny. So listen, he says, uh, "I feel like they owe me a damn chair. I mean, who else can sit in my chair? Oh, it's like the three bears. I don't want anybody else sitting in my chair. I want to try and get that away from them. Maybe I'll have to buy it or something." He expects some pushback on his request. I'm sure they're going to say, "Well, the one thing you did take was a lot of our money, so you should be happy with that." Yeah. Somebody said, "You know, the chair probably doesn't go with the decor in any of the houses that you have," and he said. Well, that doesn't matter because it built the home, so it deserves a spot. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. He also, um, besides the voice and his music career, he's got these restaurant. It's a restaurant chain. Oh, that's not a smart move. But it's their dinner. It's almost sound like dinner theater because this isn't a new idea to have a place where you can get some food and watch a band. But he just he's about to open one in Vegas. Uh, Blake Shelton just broke ground on a new Old Red, O-L-E, Red, Old Red location on the Strip right across from the Bellagio. And it's his chain of restaurants that double as music venues. So I guess that most of the time they can just be a restaurant. And then, I don't know, they clear it all out and there's a big stage and people can come in and watch the show. Kind of cool. Uh, this is his I like it. sixth location. Uh, he's got locations in Florida, Oklahoma, three in Tennessee. And so this one uh, is supposed to open this fall. I mean, bars serve food. Sure. So there's plenty of, pl- it's not a unique, like, you know, you wouldn't eat while watching a band play. I would. Actually, um, you can eat while watching a band play at, uh, I actually like that because then I get to sit and be like, I need drinks. And spaghetti. Give it to me. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they how they work it. Maybe they leave the tables in there and you can sit at the tables and then there's like a dance floor where you can get in front of the band. I don't know how yeah, big that's, of a band Yeah, I think that's fairly it. regular. Like yeah. the Belly Up Tavern down south where my band played when I was a young man. We They, they serve food and finger food and bar and drink, but they also have an empty space where the people can move up to the stage. Sure. I think that's fairly normal. Right. Well, that's what he does. He's good got for the, him. New, and a new old red location in Vegas. You know, I'm going to be in Vegas next month. Oh, um, you gotta go. And I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's not open yet. But I'm almost directly across the street from this. Like it goes. I think it's like Caesar's Palace, the Bellagio, and and this is right across the strip from the Bellagio, and then the Cosmopolitan. I love that hotel. Oh. 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 Next up, Willie Nelson. He's about to be ninety. He'll be 90 this year, and he is celebrating his birthday with an epic two-day concert. It's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl. For two days straight? Two days straight. Uh, 
you know, it doesn't say the second date. I'm going to guess it's two days straight. It starts April 29th. Okay. Um, he, you know, here's a guy who, I mean, he's like a poster child for let's get stoned. Uh, but he's doing something right in all of that. My whole life he's looked like an old man to me. With braids and a cowboy hat. I mean, so cute. Uh, he is celebrating. Yeah, there are people like that, though. I know. Like, I remember when we started working. working in San Francisco, our boss looked like an old guy, and he was only a couple years older than us. Yeah, he was in his 30s. Yeah. We but were... he had gray hair already, and, you know, he yeah. carried himself like a grown man. Like and a grown I man. carried myself like a child, so. It widened the, <laughs> the age gap. <laughs> Apparent. And then when I found out him and I were only a few years apart, that was surprising. Yeah. Didn't we go? You and I went to his 50th. Wasn't that his 50th? Yeah. Up in Napa. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very uh, weird because I was, I think he was like the first Well, it was of my very weird because to... some guy had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was a crazy night. But then we jammed. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Willie Nelson <laughs> is turning uh, 90. They, don't worry. Once they cleared the guy out, he and he's fine. I he's think. all right. That's I, good. Okay. I don't know if he's. I actually don't know if he's fine. <laughs> no, he's fine. I'm not sure. He's fine. Back to the jam, guys. Let's go that right. Back to the jam. Come on. I'm interrupting the jam. So starting April 29th, this Willie Nelson Hollywood Bowl concert. It's Coachella like this lineup. It's only been partially um, announced so far. Obviously, in addition to Willie Nelson, it includes Beck, Chris Stapleton, Casey Musgraves, Lyle Lovett, Miranda Lambert, Neil Young, Nora Jones, huh? Cheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, the Abbott Brothers. Uh, or the Yvette brothers. I think there's a weird name to say their name. The Chicks, the Lumineers, Tom Jones, and Ziggy Marley. I love it. I know. That's great. Me too. I think it's I think it's amazing. And if you are Willie Nelson stature and you it's, hit your 90th birthday and you can still rock the F out, you should be doing, that is what you should be doing. When you said Snoop and then you said Ziggy, I'm like, right, Doobie Weed. Mm. They have that in all common. Oh, sure. These are all his friends. Yep. Yeah. All right, Vinny, I'm out of time. What I love Beck, up? by the way. Oh he's God. excellent. I'm with you. And he's a dude who crosses formats. Like, he can throw an acoustic guitar over his shoulder and just do songs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny. 
Alice in 97.3, Sarah and Vinny, Alice's Morning Show. I can't remember the last time I was this excited for trivia. V. Hale's coming on this afternoon, uh, or I should say late this morning <laughs> at the end of our show. Uh, feels like afternoon, you know. Um, and we have a long day ahead of us. Which yeah, we is do. Always fun. But I'm super psyched to see her because um, she may not actually be playing trivia today. Do you want to do the drawing now? Oh. You want to pick our contestants right now? Yeah, we could do that. Oh, this is good. All right. So we're going to, the hat spin is really a, it's going to be a headphone bag. Vinny. I can feel it. Oh, that's really so funny. To. If it ends up being me and her, I mean, well, there you go, right? No, it's going to be you and Alex. Me and Alex? Yeah. I bet it's Bryn and you. Uh, those sound pretty hard. Is that like just regular paper? No, I made them out of card a cardstock so that you know oh, I don't wow. have to make new ones every week. Oh, okay, reach wow. in, You're grab so one. Crafty. Okay. Oh, Thanks, Vin gets to pick the winning names. Okay, here we go. V Hale. If it's V Hale and Vinny, I'm gonna redraw. I want new matchups. And it, oh my God. <laughs> Vinny. No way. <laughs> put, them, put them both back in, and we're doing it again. What, we're what not, you, no, I not, think no. that's good. No, no, so we just need to mix draw. it up the first try. Yeah, we got to mix it up. Otherwise, people are going to be Did like, oh, only it's just put the our names in there. I know. I didn't. Right. I put all that's five of our so names dumb. in. dumb. <laughs> put all five of Me and V. Hale after. Okay. Got it. Okay. There you go. Who is it? Bryn. Bryn All is right. up. Bryn's up. Uh, yeah. This is for our trivia coming up here towards Go the Bryn. end. Go, uh, Oh, and uh, me. Oh, I'm Bryn and Vinny. All right, Bryn and Vinny. Bryn and Vinny. Okay. okay. So that's who's battling today, and V. Hale gets to be an onlooker. All right. She gets to just watch the show. That'll she be better cheer for me. Fantastic. All right, well, that's coming up uh, at the end I'll of the 9 o'clock hour. and Beyond Del Pueblo. <laughs> yeah, and she's going to be... Uh, joining us for the secret show afterward, which and is bad advice fun. and, and all, all, the stuff. all the good stuff. Mm, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Radio Alice Report. In fact, this Alice Report is brought to you by Bad Advice. We love mm. to give bad advice, so if you need some help in your life, email us at Bryn B R Y N. That's Bryn at RadioAlice dot com. And we're not afraid to get heavy. Like we, the last couple we've days, couple we've ones. had a couple of just like real situations and just real life stuff that. Uh, you know, there were some stories told. I got DMs from people who said, thanks for that segment. It was neat to hear it from your perspective. And it was, it was, it's a really, it's not talked about much. It isn't. Well, it's a really difficult subject to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not. And that's what we do. We take on the things that are hard and we do. I can't believe we are such a good therapist. I mm-hmm. want to do a text real quick. Sure. 415. She had to turn in her mass hole card a long time ago but because she walks around in a parka on a 70 degree day but sarah turn in your mass hole card for not knowing the staple of playing sweet caroline during the seventh inning stretch at every socks game yeah i don't watch the socks but um socks i I also i there's something something happens to that song where it just they do something different in it and it annoys me oh yeah well anyway Maybe that's why I'm so anti it. I don't know. Okay. That's like the one song by Neil Diamond that I can't, I just can't stand. Sweet Caroline. It's the one I don't like. Isn't that weird? But you like Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Coming to America's great. No, oh, you Cherry, don't. Cherry. Yeah. He's got some great songs. 
Okay, Great go songs. on. I don't know. Let me pull Name up one. List. Pull up a list and I'll sing them all to you. Uh, Whitey used to leave me messages on my answer machine back in the olden this days. This is your boyfriend before John. Yeah, this is... Uh, this is. This could have been your mister. No. What do you mean, no? You two were together forever. Well, we you were loved very, him. very on and off. Oh, crackling Rosa, get on board. What? Yeah, yeah. he had a million songs. I don't know those songs. Uh... I only know the ones that were in the jazz. Is was it the jazz singer? It was, yeah. Was Hello again. Uh, Forever in blue jeans. You don't bring me flowers. Love on the rocks. Also from the jazz singer. Uh, September morn. That's a big one. I am I said. So anyway, Whitey used to call me up and leave me messages like if I wasn't home or nobody picked up the phone or whatever, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he would just like. Was this when you lived with your parents, or did you no, have your I, own place? I had my own place, and he okay. would leave. Uh, Although I think he used to call at my parents' house too, and we had an answering machine. Did your parents but, like Whitey? Were they like, "Oh, Sarah, he's got you know real potential"? I he did not have real potential. Uh, I don't know if they liked him. I cannot recall their thoughts on Ellie. Whitey. You're listening. What were your thoughts on Whitey? Yeah, what were your thoughts on Whitey, Mom? Go Although, on. So she he... must have liked him because on my 21st birthday, she rented me a limo and surprised me and and like uh, my. Uh, my friend Goodrick, his girlfriend Melanie, and then Whitey were in the limo, and we all went waiting. Out and then yeah. you were like, oh, like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting!" That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, so fun. she liked him. Anyway, go so. on. He'd leave you a message. No, he just he would sing me a Neil. He'd have his guitar, and he'd. Oh, oh, and you fell for that like crazy, right? I loved it. I because I could that's see the where cartoon I get... hearts just. Just flying yep, into the sure. sky above your head. <laughs> yep, it's true. Oh. And he's the, he's the reason that I like Neil Diamond because I didn't know all the Neil Diamond songs. And but he, would he would do them. Play me Neil Diamond songs oh. all the time. Love Neil mm. Diamond. Whitey, mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to meet you. He's. I don't think you ever will. I think I will. He don't like me anymore. Well, you broke his heart. Something happened. Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, whatever. Or did you give him chlamydia? What'd you do? Oh, sure, <laughs> I gave him that too. <laughs> I was passing that around for a while. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. No wonder this, he's mad. Yeah, I'd be mad too. Yeah, you don't Are be you mad. kidding me? Course of antibiotics. Yeah, run, that's that, no it problem. though. Take your antibiotics before you pull me back into bed. Sheesh. I, look, I, I was asymptomatic. But my fault. Oh boy. I didn't know. Yikes. I didn't know till somebody called me up and went, "Hey, um, turns out I have this." And uh, I was like, "Oh, you gave it to me?" He goes, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. Let's go with that." I'm like, <laughs> I'm always surprised at the outrage. I feel like most people would, I expect most people would be too busy to be outraged for over every damn thing, especially cartoons. Oh, who's outraged over <laughs> cartoons? People. Oh, no. What cartoon is it? Is it like the family guy? The M&M mascots are changing again. They updated <sighs> them a year ago because they felt like they were, the stereotypes were wrong. They were sexist. Right. They, they the switched sexy... out female character shoes after people complained knee-high boots and stilettos were sexist. Now they're on an indefinite pause. We're talking about the cartoon M&M mascots. You know the ones. I do. Mm-hmm. The ones who tell me to put my phone away during the show. Oh, I don't know that, but oh. I know that. They play it before movies to remind you that M&Ms are they good. They do some fun ones. They did a fun one around Christmas where the... The Santa sees them and he's like, oh, and he falls over and they're like, oh, they fall over and he's like, they're real. And the M&Ms go, he's real. That's cute. 
adorable. It's totally so creative. Adorable. Some ad agency hit it out of the park on that one. A year ago this month, the company tweaked them after people complained about the M&M characters being sexist. The green one used to wear knee-high boots and got sneakers instead. Yeah. The brown one switched from stilettos to chunkier heels. A more professional look, they say. Oh. Now the company has decided it wasn't enough and that they took the wrong approach. And they're not using them in commercials for a while. Oh. They tweeted an announcement yesterday that said they were surprised at how much backlash the new mascots got. In the last year, this is their tweet, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. But now we get it. Even candy's shoes can be polarizing. Hmm. They added uh, their quote, taking an indefinite pause, and they've hired Maya Rudolph from, or formerly of SNL, to become their new temporary spokesperson. Oh, now, I don't know if this is them making up the backlash, mm. which gives them some sort of, hey, and then there's the big relaunch. Hey, they're back, everyone. I don't know. It, I can't imagine that anyone has time in a day to complain about the M&M Candies footwear. But okay. Yep. They've right. made the change, so you have won. If you are, in fact, bothered by that. Yeah, congrats on that. So, no more M&M mascots, at least for now. Maya Rudolph's an excellent choice. I think she's very funny. And she is, right. Very talented. Um, Yeah, you know... As I'm looking at the befores and the afters, uh, yeah, they should just. If I mean, what do I care what they do? Just make them all. They're friggin' M and M's. They 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 don't cares. have. They don't even have privates. Like who cares about I, this? Yeah, I think that the move going forward, if they fake. keep them, is just make them asexual. Yeah, right. they're nothing. They're M and M's. They're candies. Yeah, that, and people are gonna eat them. Like I don't want to think about like, oh no, I'm eating this little lady. I mean, I just want to eat them. I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's I, yeah. It's it's it'll be okay, M and M's guys. <laughs> Don't worry, what? people will still eat your candies. I just wow. Okay, you had time for that, huh? Speaking of time, if people were given four extra hours in a day, how would Americans use them? Mm. That means each person gets twenty-eight hours each day. Well, that becomes the norm real fast, right? But okay, yes. let's right now, it's extra hours. What are you going to do? I mean, I guess I'm going to sleep more. You start a new hobby? Maybe. I mean, four extra hours, that is like luxurious amounts of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In a new survey, 60% of it, I'll tell you the first thing. I whine like a baby about how filled up my schedule is. And my schedule is nothing compared to, well, for example, my wife, right, who works full time right. and does most the to school from school, all the cooking after I go to bed and yep. hide in my room. They're yep. still up doing stuff, so she's nonstop by choice, though. She loves it. I pointed it she's out. A good mommy. You really want to be that busy? Yes. Okay. Dog. Old. Well, and that dog. was even another one where right. she went. I'm going to get a dog. Okay. Well, she decided. Yeah. In a new survey, 60% of Americans say there aren't enough hours in a day. And the average person needs four more to get everything done. Most people, though, would use those hours 
practically, I guess, is the mm. word you'd use. They would do household chores because that's probably the thing that falls off most. Well, as long as your work day doesn't get longer, like if you just, let's say you're doing eight, 10 hours a day, whatever, you know, whatever your personal thing is. Sometimes the rush to get dinner on the table in front of your kids at a reasonable hour and then you're exhausted from your day and while you have things you could do and you can see that the floor needs vacuuming or the litter box needs clear, or, you know, whatever it is, but you're just like, I am going to sit down and I'm going to watch one mm-hmm. show and I'm going to be asleep by the end of it. So getting four more hours, I wonder if, I mean, our circadian rhythms are so locked in that I wonder if you would be able to sleep more or if you just... Some people say they'd go back to school. Oh, adopt oh, a yeah. pet. Oh, right, you, that's you know great. that those whole four hours don't all. You don't just concentrate four hours on the pet. That's a pretty much all day thing and all night sometimes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And they're great. Pets are great. Oh my god! Sure. My dog comes down at three in the morning every morning and says hi to me, like pet her and scratch her, and, mm. and she goes back up to mama. Does this cut our life expectancy down? Oh, like, I think hypothetically speaking, the answer has to be no. Oh, you get the same amount of days. That yeah, you, you can't. I'm not giving up days for a few more hours to get my chores done. No, no, thanks. Okay. I'm not vacuuming. I Forget get that it. this whole thing is hypothetical anyway. Right. But I am thinking, you know, that is one sixth less life. <sighs> <laughs> really? That's what you thought, huh? Hmm. Yep. Is it okay to ask your friends to help you move? It's okay to ask. Is it okay to say no? This debate is lighting up Twitter right now. Once you're past your mid-20s and a full-fledged adult, is it rude to ask friends to help you move? I don't think it's rude. I think you're right. It's fine to ask, but your friends also get to say no. Yeah, like don't guilt them into it. Nobody wants to help you move. And don't be all injured if they say, no, man, hire someone. You know... I remember as a kid, I helped a lot of people move, and a lot of people helped me move. And family would even show up and help move. Yeah. Well, um, but then you get to a point where you can afford to hire a truck and some help, and you have a lot more. It's like the older you get, too. You know, when you're a kid, a box of books, some clothes, a dresser, maybe a bed, you know, whatever. Oh, you... I didn't even have that much stuff. I yeah. moved all over North County, San Diego, over the course of I don't know how many years, all over it. And I would be like, well, I got to get most of this stuff in the car. And you just don't even take it out of the car unless you need it in the house. But that that becomes like, you're that's your existence. Right? Yeah, you're just, that's the deal. And right. along the way, you're like, yeah, I don't, you guys can keep that. But then once, you know, you start, have, you have a house and you've lived there for a few years and houses fill up. You can't believe how much stuff you have. Like, I don't even know where I got this stuff. I don't remember buying it, but here it is. And then you're not going to get rid of it. You have to have a yard sale every time you move. A lot of people do. Someone posted a screenshot of a text sent to a friend offering to help them move. The friends reply, I would never ask a friend to help me move. I'm an adult. I appreciate you asking, though. So that was kind of... That started it off. Yeah, that's nice of the person saying you want help. The person who posted it clarified that helping a friend box stuff up can be fun and helpful. But if you can't afford to hire movers, you shouldn't ask friends to help you move, help with heavy stuff like your couch. I think that, you know, yes, moving a whole house is not what you have friends help you with. 
That's I don't a, care that's how many friends more... you have to help you. You're going to have far fewer friends after that move is done. Oh, really? We got pizza and a beer? Thanks. It's a moving <laughs> party. I've had painting parties. That's fun. That's not fun. Sure is. <laughs> it's fun. It actually turned into a painting. I didn't like officially have one. That's Somebody. one way to get your floor covered in paint specks, too. You use drop cloths. Okay. There's piles of them. Would you ask your friend to help you move? 54% of people said yes. Oh. Well, that's because they were young. Would you ask a friend to help you paint a whole apartment? 32% said, yeah, that's fine. Again, with the asking, you can ask. Yeah. Painting is, uh, it. the painting part is the easy part. It's the cleaning, sanding, patching, taping. Yeah. It's That's the hard part. I just got done painting a hole downstairs. It was not fun. But I did You're a spectacular good at, job. Of course you did. How about those cut-ins, too? Oh, that's right. You didn't do those. I didn't do that part. Yeah. How'd you do on that? I those? did 98% of the painting, though. A cut-ins are really the most important Don't part, Don't stop it. It is not. Yeah. It's, that's where the pro look comes in. Anybody can roll a wall. How about deep cleaning your apartment before you move out? Only 10% said that's okay to ask. Mm. It's not okay to ask. Clean your own damn apartment. Can you ask a friend to pick you up at the airport? Yes. Even though we have Uber now, 80% said, yeah, you can ask that. Absolutely. Is it okay to borrow a small amount of money from a friend? A third say yes. Yeah. It depends on the circumstances. I'm not going to make your house payment for you. You're a grown-up who has a house. But you don't have any cash on you? Don't worry. I got this. I'm not going to loan it to you. You don't owe me. No, don't. Please don't. Venmo me that. I don't want people knowing I bought you tacos. They just pulled my Tesla out front. The new one I ordered. You mind? Do I mind what? Paying for it. Oh, oh. I do mind. <laughs> okay. Ask, ask Bryn if he minds. Bryn? Hi, what are we talking about here? Nothing. How's your Tesla? <laughs> oh, the Tesla's great, yeah. Oh, you love it? Except yeah. for those rims, huh? What do you mean? Didn't she ding up the rims? Oh, you know, those things happen. It's fine. I do care. they? Yeah, they have do. To do Anita. So you ding well, your look, rims, your car, you, your, your when, you've rimmed you your cars. When you share a car with your partner, you have to expect that to happen. Partly, another thing is like if I get <laughs> if a new Anita. car, I'm like I don't even care. Like why? Uh, I hate caring about cars I know, or, it's hard. or just like the little scratches. Oh, man, just scratch it already, so I can not care. So you've let her give you a rim job on your car? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I didn't let her, but it happens. And if it happens, you know. I'm happy you accept it. it, yeah. Uh, oh, more, you're happy. You actually, it, yeah. yeah. I see. Take all the rim jobs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it okay to ask a friend to make you a fake dating profile and message your significant other to see if they'd flirt? What? Uh, Let I, me reread that. Is it okay to ask a friend to make a fake dating profile and message your significant other to see if they'd flirt? No, that's act- that's actually kind of twisted. What is your significant other doing on a dating site to begin with? Right, actually, that's a great point. What is that? Mind he's blown. Not, he's not your significant other, and yes, he's going to flirt because he hasn't closed down his profile yet. <laughs> he's out there looking for something better. I'm sorry, it isn't you. Our text number is eight hundred four hundred three six nine seven. Help move. Warning, if you buy a pickup truck like a friend warned me, you're a good friend, become better friends. Yeah, you know what I've done in the past because I've always had trucks is, here's the keys. 
Help yourself. Yep. Feel free to borrow my truck. Leave me your car so I have to. Yeah, let me know when you're done. Bring it back and fill the tank because, you know. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know. Uh, Then what about asking your friends to be in your movie and then cutting them out? That's harsh. Pat. God. (laughs) Oh. Oh, my God. I for- I completely forgot about the thing I was going to tell you. Oh, tell me everyone. Okay, listen to this, everyone. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is so off. Okay, I know I'm sounding crazy right now. Our friend, Alan Rosen, from Bananas at Large. Ding, ding. Shame. <laughs> Just missed the whole thing. <laughs> I saw you try. <laughs> he sent me this thing for the Mill Valley Music Festival. Oh. Have you heard of this? No. You're the mayor of Mill Valley, and you don't know this. Mm. Uh, no, I don't. Cake? Yeah, your no. favorite band. Michael Franti and Spearhead? No. Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou from oh my Talking God. Heads. And both of them were, like, Jerry Harrison is famous for having been in the Talking Heads, right? I love the Talking yeah. Heads, and he's amazing. Adrian Ballou, like, performed on a Talking Heads record when they asked him to come to the studio. He's, right. like, one of those great guitar players. But he's that... also known as what? King Crimson. Oh, okay, but something else, too. Adrian Ballou? Yeah. Well, he's performed with Nine Inch Nails and a yeah, few he's other. One of those he's guys he's one really, of the greatest yeah. guitar players of all time. They're performing at this. And you're, wait, I got to get your new band in there. No, oh, no, no, don't worry. What about do you mean? That. No, 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 I don't no. Need that kind of pressure. Yeah, you do. I don't want to play some festival. Why? It's where it's, is it? Where is it? In Mill Valley. I don't know. I just. I'm gonna found go to it. it. I'll go to it. Hey, you want to come up and you guys can uh, stay hey. in the guest house and we'll all walk down there together. The rest of the bands are way below the skyrocking Jennifers. No, what no, are you no. called now? It's uh, Friendsfield. You know what that is? Oh. Yeah, that's at the Mill Valley Community Center, I think. There you go. I think that's but where But Cake is. is one of your favorite bands, I love and they're Cake. the headliner. I live mi- walking minutes from there. I, I'm go- I, Even if I don't have a ticket, I can go hear them. Oh, that's true. Oh, they get gotta... a little preachy on stage. I was a little bummed by Cake on stage. Why? They were very... He, I was like, more songs, please. Oh, I saw them play one of, yelling the, at me. one of the Live 105 shows, and they were great. Yeah. And were... super fun. I saw them with uh, Ben Folds. And I think somebody else, I can't remember, but they were, I really did feel like we're midway through and I'm I'm sitting down at a cake show and I'm thinking, please play a song. Oh, I, I remember he rapped a little bit about how they left their record label and they were going to release their new record themselves, but I wasn't bothered by that. No, I thought, like, well, you mad about stuff. Here you are. You right. have an audience. You should probably tell them where to find your next record. Yeah. So I didn't, anyway, there you go. That was one of those things when where is I- it? I don't know. Friendsfield went. All right. Oh, I have no idea. I have it here somewhere. Okay, where is it? Uh, man, I had it here. It is May 13th. Oh, what fun. Yes. You've got to play at that out. show. No, I'm not playing at that show, but I'll we reach out to Michael this. and see if he'll, Michael Franti, and see if he wants to have dinner or something. Yeah, he oh, should stay in your yeah. guest house. Oh, he's yeah. going to stay in my guest what house. What do you mean? Yeah, he he's does. A freaking rock star. Yeah, he's a rock star. I'll ask him. I'll offer Time it. to go, guys. We're Sarah and Vinny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.